Welcome to Folk Roots Radio. I'm Jan Hall. All the best in Folk Roots Americana, singer-songwriters and blues, and artist interviews. On Folk Roots Radio, we're all about the music and the people that make it. Now coming up, we're bringing you another very special episode of the show. This time around, we're joined by Ottawa-based singer-songwriter Don Bray, who released a great new album, I Bless the Wounds, earlier this year. 13 songs written through the lens of complex PTSD. So settle down and enjoy Don Bray in conversation on Folk Roots Radio. much bolder than ever before now that I'm older and it's come to be that it's taken so long for your man to find what was needed I drank all that beer and I sang all those I left all my dreams unseated All of those years I was defeated I blessed the wounds I blessed the darkness I blessed the joy and pain I 
That's Ottawa-based singer-songwriter Don Bray with a title track from his latest album, I Bless the Wounds. Now, Don Bray likes to say that he's been playing guitar and writing songs longer than most of us have been alive. In 1969, he saw Bruce Coburn in concert and remembers thinking, hmm, that's what I want to do with the guitar. Of course, he also says that about Jeff Beck and Leo Kotke. Over the years, Don has played numerous folk festivals, such as Mariposa, Folk on the Rock and Trout Forest, and absolutely loves to play house concerts. Don released I Bless the Wounds, his sixth album, earlier this year, 13 songs written through the lens of complex PTSD. To learn more about the project, we're pleased to welcome Don Bray to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to chat to you today. Likewise, it's great to see you too after all these emails. That's right. We have been going back and forwards for a few weeks trying to set this interview up. Obviously, we're in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Don is hunkered down, I think, in Carlton Place, uh, just outside outside Ottawa. We're in Leamington, Ontario. And he's actually in a really nice studio. And, you know, we're obviously on the radio. We're not doing the actual video interview here, but I could do the video interview because he has a lovely studio set up in what I gather, if he wasn't pulling my leg, is the master bedroom. Is that right, Don? It is the master bedroom. My partner spoils me rotten. No, that's great. Now, this album, I think it was, what, seven years between this and your previous album? Is that right? I think so. It's 2012. Right. And I think that was a pretty rough few years for you, wasn't it? It was. I spent that time dealing with uh, uh, cancer and my my complex PTSD and the dissolution of my marriage and depression and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Because you'd built a pretty good reputation. And, you know, I, I think you I, we mentioned some of the, the um, festivals you played. Did you play Eaglewood as well back in the day? Oh, I, yeah, I did a long time ago. Yeah, I thought you were yeah. one of you. You played Eaglewood as well. But, you know, you're well known on the festival scene. A lot of people love your songwriting. I know that David Francie had some very nice things to say about your uh, songwriting. Yeah, he's a bit of a Don Bray evangelist, that boy. Yeah, well, you know, I think that what's cool is that, you know, really great songwriters recognize a really great songwriter. Now, we started off with the title track from the new album, I Bless the Wounds. My sense is as much as this talks about, I think, rediscovering love in your life, um, it also kind of weaves a lot together. And as we mentioned at the start of this interview, this is an album that that really focuses on what you've come through and what you're still dealing with, doesn't it? It does. It does indeed. And uh, I I don't write on purpose. My muse is 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 very unconscious. And I will sit down and play guitar every day, and my intent is to write. And some days I do. And the days that I write, I'll be playing a guitar part I like, and I'll get a line. And I don't know 
what the song's about. I don't know where it's going. I just have a line. So I'll sing that line over and over again until the second line comes, and then I'll sing those too, right? When I say that this album is 13 songs written through the lens of PTSD, I didn't intentionally do that. But there was such a such a gap in between the last album and this one that when I, I had like 42 songs or something to choose from when I was looking at what to put on this album. And I realized looking at it that a lot of them were from that perspective. So without really intending to do, I all of a sudden had a themed album. I've been banging my head against, you know, my upbringing, the, the abuse that I've experienced and all that stuff. Since I, uh, consciously, since I was in grade nine, I, I read a an interview, uh, biography of Sigmund Freud in grade nine, and I remember thinking, maybe I'll be all right, because it's the first time I'd, I'd read about psychotherapy or the workings of the mind or anything, right? And since then, I've been consciously reading and uh, and being therapized and, and, and taking self-development courses and stuff like that. I've done a lot of work. I have found now, at, at the ripe old age of 67, I'm at a point where um, I, I realized that a lot of what is good and strong and compassionate about me was developed through going through all this crap, if you know what I mean. So, and I was reading a, a, a Buddhist book by a guy named Jack Cornfield, and he was talking about how it gets to the point where you, you really have to bless the wounds because they, they're so formulative. I read that. A couple of days later, I started this song, and when it got to the chorus, it was like I was thinking of my, my partner, who has been through her own stuff, you know, in capital letters underlined. Like she's, she's had a tough go, and she's ended up this beautiful, loving, nurturing person. And uh, so the, the chorus is blessing her wounds, because that's what made her who she is, and that's what made me who I am, to a large degree. Now that I've gotten myself to a point where I do bless my wounds, that's a, that's a big part of the, of the healing. You know, I'm no longer fighting it, no longer angry at it. In another, in another book I was reading, uh, uh, another Buddhist book, I was reading about our relationship to our experience. And you can either have a relationship with your experience where your experience is the boss or where it's the enemy or whether it's your or where it's your ally. You know, my abusive father, my rape when I was in grade one or two, my sexual assault by the doctor and 27 years of being a firefighter, accepting it and not fighting it and not being mad about it, forgiving it, I guess, has been a huge part of it all. So I remind myself every day, you know, I bless the wounds. It's a great song. And, and you know, it certainly, it, it really sets the project in context, which I think is really important. I mean, one of the attractions for me to do an interview like this is that, wow, there is a, a lot to get into, which we're, we're going to over the, over the course of the next while. I'd like to go back to the album and play another song. And I want to play Brother Song, because it's a song that uh, I, I guess talks about a lot of the brothers in the larger sense that you have got to know throughout your life i know you you mentioned firefighters in there can you talk a little bit about this song well it's true about what they, what they say about firefighters we have this camaraderie you know and i was i was lucky enough to work with a lot of amazing men and women but as a as a generalization we're not really good at emoting 
and uh, you know, you, you uh, if you uh, a term of endearment would be to slap somebody really hard in the back and go, "Nice going, asshole!" Like you know, it's like it's that kind of don't really emote, but but we did. We there was a camaraderie, there was a connection, and and later on, after uh, I've, I've been retired over eleven years, now I was thinking about how the way the world is right now, men really need to learn to relate and to and to emote. And and I was lucky because I learned early on if if I as as a songwriter I needed to emote I needed to learn how to emote, and it's been the one place in my life that I've been able to do that, and it's really been uh, a savior for me. You know, in that sense, it's been like a relief valve for all my emotions, and and so the song is really about that. You know, um, uh, we have to learn to express our love for one another. Can't relate. Let's listen to that just now. This is Don Bray with Brother Song from his wonderful new album, I Bless the Wounds. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. Here's to my brother. All of my brothers, everyone on this earth Chasing a standard, bearing no banner Just trying to find their worth Here's to firefighters, software designers And any man Lawyers in Hummers, man, what a bummer! All those small penis trucks, and I love you like your brothers. I love you like your sons. Love you like your spirits in me, and everyone. Here's to my brother, for other brothers, there's room for everyone. Inflated Just trying to have Some fun And I love you Like your brothers I love you Like your sons I love you Like your Spirits In me
That's Dong Bray with Brother Song from his new album. It's entitled I Bless the Wounds. Dong Bray is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting over Zoom during the pandemic, but it's actually a nice time to actually start to reflect. And I, I've certainly found myself doing an awful lot of this during this time because we're hunkering down at home, spending a lot more time at home than I know a lot of us would. Uh, but mm-hmm. it gives you a chance to to look. And we're we're talking about an album that really... Uh, I think gave Don a chance to reflect on a, a lot of things that have happened in his life. Some of them, I have to be honest, you know, awful experiences to have to go through. But Don, I, I really like the fact that we, you know, when you mentioned Jack Cornfield from a Buddhist perspective, but I think that's that, you know, you could use that that phrase, whatever doesn't kill you, make you stronger. You know, that the suffering in life often is what leads to enlightenment uh, in all of those things. And, you know, and I think leaning in to get through them is is really important. You mentioned you've got 13 songs on this new album, but you had like, what, 42, I think, that you were playing with. Something like that. I had yeah. a ridiculous... It would have been so long since my last album, I had a ridiculous amount of songs. Yeah, so do you find songwriting pretty easy? I mean, doesn't come every day, but, you know what, do you sit and um, sit with a guitar and then start to, to play and then see what comes? I, how do you work normally? Well, every day I, I play guitar. And every day my intent is to write a song. Most days I don't, but um, the days I do, they just it, it it they just come, and and it feels to me like it's um, um like I'm allowing something to happen. I'm getting out of the way. I'm I'm just being open. And people have suggested to me that I what's that word when you uh, get something through somebody else. Uh, channeling that I'm channeling something right and and I don't know I, I have a theory that I'm unconsciously always writing and when they're ready they come out that's that's my feeling and as I as I was saying it might have been before the interview started I, I don't even know what the song's about when it starts it doesn't happen that much anymore but early on in my life when I was really to a large degree shut down at, after the song was over I wouldn't know what they're about and uh, my ex-wife would tell me. <laughs> um, but it, it, yeah, songwriting is, I, I consider myself a songwriter, not a guitarist, or even though, you know, I'm a pretty good guitarist because I've been doing it for so freaking long. Um, but the, the songwriting, when, when it comes out, it is a beautiful, 
felt sense. I don't know what it is. It, I don't know. I don't know how to put it into words because it's a beautiful feeling. That like I'm sort of addicted to it. It's the reason that there's a reason why every day I want to write a song. Uh, I feel really blessed. It's interesting you say that because I guess that's that whole point of being open, right? That when you're able to be open, then things can start to happen. You know that you can you can start to to allow the muse or whatever it is to to flow through you. Um, when you write, do the lyrics? I mean, you know, do the lyrics and the the melody come together? I mean, how, how do you tend to 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 formulate your songs? Well, it's part of the reason why I tend to think I'm I'm unconsciously already written the song is because I'll start with a word and I'll I'll keep singing what I have and as I add stuff I'll keep singing that stuff and usually it's chronological and after I've written a couple of verses I'll get an idea for a chorus and it's not like I'm it's not an intellectual process at all it's just I'm playing guitar and and uh, and. It, Almost always, the the lyrics come out in order, with a chorus in there and a bridge. If I throw in a bridge, and afterwards, there's lots of editing. You know, I'm gonna make get the first thing I usually do is get rid of a bunch of words that are unnecessary, and you know, make sure everything's in the right tense, make sure everything rhymes and stuff like that. It's kind of a mystery. Like I've 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 done songwriting workshops before, and it's easy to teach people the craft of songwriting. You know, there's a set of rules. As I say, it's got to rhyme. It's got to be in the right tense, and you know that should build and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know how to teach a person to get it out. That first initial thing, right? And I have a theory that it's a matter of finding your process, but I don't really know if that's true or not. So, in your your own situation, you know, you mentioned you had this seven year period between albums, that was the time when you had to deal with cancer, depression, um, you know, the fulminating PTSD. I think you also had a, a short period where you uh, went to rehab, I think, to to try and deal with some alcohol dependency issues. Um, mm-hmm. The songwriting, were you able to still write during that period of time, or was that a period of time when there was so much going on that you really couldn't write? No, I was still writing. I, I really think it's like an escape valve for me. Right. There's so much emotional crap going on. A lot of it that I I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't sort of consciously aware of or like I knew the emotion was there, but I didn't know where it was coming from. I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know what to do about it. Stopping drinking in early 17 really helped a lot. Really helped a lot. I'd like to go back to the album and and play another song. Don Bray's our special guest. We're really digging into a great album, I Bless the Wounds. I want to play the trick, which I know just before we started the interview, you said, oh, yeah, this is definitely one of my favorite songs. Tell us a little bit about this one and what you love about it. Well, uh, life happens to us, and there's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing like the word was somewhere I read a million years ago. Our freedom lies between between what happens to us and our reaction to what happens to us. And and the only choice we have is our reaction. And our our um, brains are developed. Our the our whole reason our brain is exists is is to judge. You know, is this safe? Is this not safe? Should I approach? Should I not approach? There's this. Um, thing we do as humans, we tend to judge everything that happens to us, good or bad, or neutral. 
as stuff is happening to me, if I can get conscious and just go like the, the say the, the, the thing I say to myself is, well, X has happened. What's my next step? It's not, oh my God, X has happened. This is terrible or anything like that. It's just, well, X has happened. I remember when I had a guitar stolen a number of years ago and I was like, well, my guitar is stolen. What's my next step? And somehow I got through it without melting down or freaking out or being, you know. So um, to me, that that's the trick. That The trick is to love it anyhow, regardless of what the hell's happening. This is Don Bray with the trick from I Bless the Wounds on Folk Roots Radio. No guy used to live down in Toronto He's the kind of guy you don't love to know Builds the best guitars in the whole wide world And he cut his finger off His pointed finger off He cut it off on a joiner And it's gone And it's cruel, cruel world if you let it Cruel, cruel world if you don't Cruel, cruel world, don't let them tell you any different The trick is to love it anyhow The trick is to love it anyhow New girl used to live on Ridley Crescent She was the love of my life Taught me everything I'll ever, ever need to know She found a lump in her breast That same breast I used to test with my tongue And rest my head on She's gone It's cruel, cruel world if you let it Cruel, cruel world if you don't A cruel, cruel world don't let them tell you any different The trick is to love it anyhow trick is to love it anyhow And if I had some advice Don't worry, I don't have some advice And if I had some advice I'd tell you to love somebody I'd tell you to love anybody I'd tell you to love everybody I tell you to love yourself Had a dog named Emmy Lou Harris She was as lovely as Emmy Lou Sang a fine song She died like dogs do They love you and they leave you It's so sad but it's so true And it's cruel, cruel world if you let it Cruel, cruel world if you don't Cruel, cruel world, don't let them tell you when it's different. The trick 
love it anyhow The trick is to love it anyhow The trick is to love it anyhow That's the trick Hi there, this is Moonfruits. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio with Jan Hall. That's Don Bray with the trick from his new album. It's entitled I Bless the Wounds. Don Bray's our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today, chatting about the new album, having a great conversation. I've got to say, I'm absolutely loving this. And we're okay. doing this on a Sunday during the pandemic. I feel like I'm a little casual because Don seems to have dressed up, and I don't know if it's he's put on some of his... Um, <laughs> some of his uh, his on stage clothes, but he looks pretty dapper in the studio, and he's got a nice microphone there as well. You can thank Mel. I had a little conversation with. I had a t shirt on and, and a bit of a beard, and I said, "What well, should I go for the macho state t shirt, the beard thing, or the shirt?" And she said, "Shirt." Oh. And then I asked her, "Should I do it up?" And she said, "Yeah, do it up." So here we are. Thank thanks to Mel. No, that's wonderful. Well, certainly Mel certainly has made a great difference to your life, hasn't she? She has. She has. No. Huge difference. That's wonderful. And I think the you know the important thing I think to remember about life is it's a journey, and that you know there are a lot of uh, hills and valleys, and you know some difficult times. But if you you know if you can hang in there, mm -hmm. uh, you know I think eventually uh, we eventually work out what it's all about. I certainly would say that. Definitely the situation for me too. Let's talk about the the actual making of the album. Thirteen tracks. Uh, tell us a little bit about who played on it and how you built it. Well, as, as you can see, I have my own studio. So the the good thing about having your own studio is it's always there and you can always go to work. The bad thing about it is it's always there and you can always go to work. And and I I've been talking about doing this album for a long long time and just had not been able to get my stuff together to do it. And I finally did, and and one of the first things I did was call Terry Tufts, who is a, an Ottawa musician, amazing multi-instrumentalist, amazing singer, amazing songwriter, and an old friend that I've known. I met him at the OCFF back in maybe, I don't know, 88, 89, something like that. So he agreed to get on. I did the beds here. I hate recording myself with a passion, but I managed to get the beds, the beds being my guitar part, my vocal. And uh, then I had Terry over, and um, originally I wanted to go all local Ottawa. I'm fairly new to Ottawa, but I ended up, um, I couldn't find a pedal steel player, and I wanted to use my old bass player, who, who used to be my junior man when I was a captain on the fire department. He has a degree in music, as well as being a firefighter. And I also wanted to uh, have uh, Rebecca Campbell do some harmonies. And they're all Toronto folk. So I, I recorded everything here, the fiddles, the me, Terry, a lot of the harmonies. And then I went to my friend Ray Dillard's studio in Barrie, and that's where we recorded Burt Carroll on pedal steel and Pat McPhail on bass and Rebecca on harmonies. And, and I'm half deaf, uh, so Ray Dillard is the guy who mixed the album and did a wonderful job. And we just sort of threw it all together. It took a number of months. I had a bunch of friends come in here on, on um, 
on the Brothers song and uh, one other song, I had a, a bunch of local singer-songwriters all come in and do male harmonies. Yeah, I got Mark Mariash from Toronto. He did the drums remotely. He has a big setup at his place outside of Toronto, and I didn't even see him, which kind of broke my heart because I missed the guy. I haven't seen him. He, was, he played out my first two albums way back in... Uh, well, my first album was 98 or 99, I guess. It all just sort of came together. The way, and the way I like to make an album is, I, I usually like to start with what I'm doing on stage. Like, all, all my parts, I think, is pretty well what I do on stage is when I'm doing a solo show. I like to do that. And then I like to get musicians that I really respect. And don't tell them too much. Just just give them a general idea, you know, and, and let, let them run with it. You know, when you when you're dealing with with guys like Terry Tufts and Burt Carroll and all, they're they're just stunning musicians, you know, and it's uh, really easy and beautiful they're, because they're all beautiful human beings too. It's it's a wonderful experience. Yeah, no, that's great. Now I think you you play guitar. You also do play a little bit of lap steel yourself, and I, I think play, I play a hollow neck lap slide. Okay, which, uh, a lot of people call Weisenborn. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, I do have a, a, a dobro, which I occasionally play, but not very often. It's a little bit too loud for my deaf old ears. And I play mandolin and mandolin. But one, on one song in the album, I play mandola. But most am a guitarist. I want to squeeze in another track, if we can, because I'm really enjoying this. And I know our listeners are, too. I'd like to play I Don't Get Out Much. Tell us a little bit about this song. <laughs> well, I was I was faced with doing an, an album of, of songs about PTSD, but I didn't want it to be heavy duty. Like, like I, I, there had to be some levity in there. And uh, I had written this song, and, and you wouldn't know it to listen to it, but what it's about for me is um, people with PTSD, that one of the tendencies is they tend to isolate. When things get bad, they go like, I'm good. And they disappear into their into their inner selves, and nobody can touch them or communicate with them. Right? Or, or, so, so for me, that song is about that. Although you wouldn't know it to listen to it, it's really just an excuse to play guitar. This is Don Bray with "I Don't Get Out Much" from his wonderful new album "I Bless the Wounds." You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. You might catch me with my coffee cup In the morning once the sun is up Dreaming of adventures that lie ahead That's what I dream I'll do But since I lost you, I don't get out much Days have this way of slipping by like stars in the sky and I try to slow it down No, I'm not sure why That's what I try to do Since I lost you I don't get out much I don't get out on the days when it's hot and there's a haze in the sky I don't get out on the nights with the neon shining bright and all those beauties walking by
remember that I'm almost done Could be an encumbered I've just begun I need to find perspective from a friend or two That's what I plan to do Since I lost you I don't get out much I don't get out when it's cold And the wind is feeling bold and light The truth I know Could be out looking For a new love though There's something deep inside me That just won't go That's what I need to do Since I lost you I don't get out much That's Don Bray with I Don't Get Out Much from his new album. It's entitled I Bless the Wounds. Don Bray is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. We're chatting about his music and the new album. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I don't need to tell people we're unfortunately in the midst of a pandemic. We are still pretty much uh, staying home in isolation. It's actually kind of meant that Don hasn't been able to do as much as he would like to have done. Uh, with this album since it was released, because I think it was released February the 2nd, Don, right? Uh, that was my CD released in Ottawa. Yep, yeah. in, in Ottawa. I imagine that you had probably plans to, to get out and get some shows in since that period? Well, I, I did. I had a couple of shows lined up. I um, I suck at that. Historically, and, and I'm I'm so much better now, because the last, I like I'm a really different person than I was three years ago. Um, historically, I have been a huge self-loather. You know, the whole nine yards, you know, I don't deserve to be loved. I don't deserve to have what I want. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, um, um, I'm just pretending I'm not really a good musician. The whole nine yards, right? So historically, it's always been really difficult for me to phone somebody up and tell them how great I am. They should hire me. And I'd probably be way further along with my career if that had not been who I was. So I was kind of excited because the challenge for me this time around is to get out there and do all that stuff. <laughs> and uh, the rug was sort of pulled out from under my feet with the coronavirus. And that That is a new part of myself we're going to see uh, once things loosen up a bit. So tell us how you are hoping that the, the future looks. I mentioned at the start that you really love house concerts. I think you actually have been, uh, you've been a house concert venue in different places for quite a while, haven't you? Yeah, my ex-wife and I used, used to do house concerts, in the, and we had a great house for it. You know, we could fit 40 or 50 people in there. This place is a little bit smaller. We can, I, we can fit in 20 people, maybe it's pretty tight, but um, it makes for a nice little intimate concert and when i first started doing concerts uh, house concerts i found them very difficult because they were so intimate 
but I, I've grown over the years to just I, I really love that that intimacy that immediacy that you know that communication that happens that doesn't happen the same if you're up on a stage and with a PA and all that stuff you know I've done some tours out west and back and out east and back and you know a lot of the gigs have been house concerts and and I'm always almost overwhelmed by the goodwill that gets thrown at us musicians when we do those house concerts you know people are so open and 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 supportive and generous so um I like to give that back when I can in my little house I'll have my little house concerts for whoever we can have in well, hopefully, you know, the live music will, will come back. I, I, I guess it's going to be maybe a little different, but I think the house concert, by the nature of being able to completely control the venue or the garden concert or, you know, outdoor venues. Mm -hmm. I know people have been already starting to experiment with the idea of more porch concerts and yep. uh, more, you know, the idea that, well, we can, can't actually do much in the home, but let's get out. Uh, into the yeah. open spaces where things are, are definitely a bit safer and uh, and play. When we compare the playing with a band versus playing solo, I mean, a lot of those decisions usually are based on the show and you know and you know what people are prepared to pay to have you play. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer to play with the band more, or or is it just a different circumstance from playing solo? Well, uh, um. I rarely play with a band, and when I do, I love it. And when I do, it's invariably friends. There's a wonderful feel about that. And also, it's really nice not, not to be alone. On the same token, to me, there's something about a songwriter with a guitar or a piano or whatever. You know, the simplicity of it and just the bare bones of the song leaves lots of room for the, the bare bones of the emotion behind the song. And for me, it... it songwriting is i was going to say all about but mostly about emotion that's what that's what gets me is the emotion in songs and um solo work is is a really good way to do that it's interesting you say that because i think uh was it 1998 that you you picked up one of the songs from the heart at the what was then the ocff yep that's that's when i met terry tufts yeah and he th that year they they couldn't decide on one winner, so Terry and I and Eve Goldberg all won that year. Oh, three wonderful songwriters! Met, yeah, no, that's yeah, cool. First first time I met either of them, and and Ter and they're they're both friends, but especially Terry and I really clicked. And same with um David Francie. We both did. We started. We both started kind of late, and we both did our first festivals together, and we were both scared shitless. And we became fast friends. Yeah. And he now lives you know, 40 minutes away. So what happens now? The album is out. I mean, obviously, you're hoping you'll get to get to play some gigs and, you know, promote it a little bit. You also mentioned at the start of this interview, I think there's an awful lot of other songs that you, you've been working on. Do you think it'll be a long period before you start to put new material out again? <laughs> I, you know, I haven't been gigging. So I've been writing and I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> I, I don't know. I've said this numerous times and it's never happened, but I think my next album might just be voice and guitar. Well, you know, it's interesting to say that because, you know, since this pandemic started, I have been playing a lot of music that people have recorded in isolation, often in response to being in isolation. 
you know, so there's been a, a COVID theme to a lot of the radio episodes I've put out. And I've actually been enjoying it immensely. And I'm starting, you know, I used to be, and I guess I still am, the person that believes that, you know, an album is the way to put out music. And mm -hmm. that, you know, it should be sequenced and it needs to come with liner notes and lyrics and everything and really build a, a wonderful moment for the person that's going to be listening to it. And, you know, I really didn't adjust to the idea that, you know, people would start streaming and just putting out singles again. Since we got into this pandemic, I'm almost like saying, hmm, mm -hmm. maybe it's better that, you know, when people come up with songs that, you know, you've got, oh, yeah, this is a really great song, that it needs to get out to the world quicker rather than actually being held back. I don't know how you feel about that. Well, I, I think you're probably right. I, you know, I'm being dragged along kicking and screaming by the world. Uh, you know, I'm of an age, I guess. Um, uh, I love to get an album and read the liner notes and, ha you know, have some. I love all that. Or a CD. But the world, it is a changing. And, it, like, I, I really hesitate. I put out CDs and, and, and a, an LP, and I really hesitated because, you know, it's going to take me a while to sell them, especially now that I'm not gigging. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing I got to say, it is a great album. It really is. And I certainly want to encourage everybody to check out Don Bray's album, I Bless the Wounds. His website is donbray.ca. He will be gigging in the future. And if you're thinking that maybe you want to put on some house concerts or some garden concerts and you live, you know, perhaps close to the Ottawa area, this may be somebody you want to bring in. It's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. We have time for one more song, and appropriately, it's going to be time to go. So time tell to us, go. A, tell us a little bit about, that, about this one. Well, this is a song I hesitated to put on the album because it's it's pretty freaking heavy. As you alluded to in early 2017, I spent a uh, eight weeks as an inpatient at a place called Homewood in Guelph, getting rid of my alcohol addiction, and about four, if I remember correctly, about four or five weeks before I went there. I wrote this song, and I mean, I was I was looking forward to spending eight weeks with a bunch of addicts, which conjured up all kinds of terrible images, right? And uh, the reality was that everything from big, massive biker guys with tattoos to little housewives and everything in between, like addiction is just across the board. So I think I think my trepidation of going into that was probably part of what brought this song out. But it's basically just the song of an addict, and it has a and it has a bad ending, that really could have been mine. Thank God it's not. Not that I believe in God, but I'm one of the fortunate ones. And uh, there are um, since I left Homewood, and I haven't really been keeping in touch with anybody. There's three people that I went to Homewood with that are dead. You know, it's a serious. It's a addiction is a serious, serious problem, and it often runs along with uh, trauma. And so this is sort of a relentless, not through rose-colored glasses look at at one person's life. And some of the stuff in it I pulled from my life, but you know, I'm still alive. It, it, there's some, there's some uh, poetic license there for sure. Wow. I wanted to thank you for, you know, one of the things that really has come through in this interview is how willing you are to talk about these challenges that a lot of people do face at different times. We've mentioned several times during this interview that, you know, that, that life has its its challenges and that there are things that we have to, to deal with. I do wonder, 
you know, you, you've been very open talking about the PTSD and, and the alcohol addiction, the other uh, challenges you've had in your life, dealing with the mental health side of things. You know, any uh, thoughts about perhaps doing some themed concerts that would, you know, talk to people about some of the, the things you've been through? Absolutely. Um, before, uh, before the album came out, I was starting to talk to audiences about it. And I started carefully talking to audiences about it. And the people are really open to it. And uh, then I did the album. When I did, my, when I did the CD release concert, I was just no holds barred because that's what the CD is about. And the response I got from the CD release concert was almost overwhelming. Like at, towards the end, I was almost losing it because uh, people were just right there and, and really, really responding in a positive way. So, yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I, I've had this experience and I'm one of the fortunate ones that have gotten through it and I'm actually doing really well. Still have my days, you know, you never get cured, uh, but you learn to deal with it. And uh, so the least I can do, I figure, is uh, throw it out there. That's because people seem to be really uh, responding to it. Don Bray, it's been an absolute pleasure. Likewise. Thanks for having me. This is Don Bray with Time to Go from I Bless the Wounds. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. It was time to go Once upon the As your father drove, you stared up through the cold. Watch the city lights replace the sight of the stars up in the sky. And it was home. Should have been long before. 
instead of die A big heart Both apart Took so long To let you Karen Morand, and you're listening to Folk Roots Radio with my friend, Jan Hall. And that's just about all we can squeeze into this hour of Folk Roots Radio. You can check out this episode again, along with many others, and all of our interviews on demand through our website at folkrootsradio.com. And thanks again to all of our radio partners who help us bring Folk Roots Radio to you each week. We'll leave you with another song from Don Bray and something a little bit more upbeat. From I Bless the Wounds, this is Gone Before I Leave. Stay safe and well, everyone. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio, and I'm Jan Hall. We'll see you next time. Back at myself, my eyes are getting older, my skin is giving in to what I've done, and there's nothing to be lost. I've given up that story, and there's nothing to be gained by holding on. to be a son Now it seems that I'm a father and life's drifting further every time I breathe And I tried to be a man I tried to be a lover Gone from this place long before I leave
that I'm lost Or maybe I'm just lonely And it will be that I'm dust upon the wind My coffee's getting cold My tracks are getting colder 